It's your man Jones. And I'm JQ. And Uneducated Experts presents Three in the Key. Welcome back to Three in the Key with your boy JQ. Who's on the line? It's your man Jones. That, that's it, dog? That's all I got. Damn, that's Jones. All, that's all I got. With as long but as... But I added, I added flair. I added like, it flair was good. I, it was it, good. It was like, it's your man Jones. And no one could see your face, bro. So when you do that, it's like, we're losing. <laughs> that's true. Only you could see Only it. I could see your face, you know? It's all good. <laughs> it wouldn't be a UE episode without that. So, hey, but welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's... I feel like we're getting we're getting a little bit more rhythm. It's not every two months. What are we about a month away from our last episode, something like that? It it might almost be close to two months now if you really think about it. Were we in May or were we in June? I, I think we were kind of like in late May when it came to uh, when we, when uh, the NBA restart talk was started and we came back with the Mickey Mouse and the and the whole Orlando thing. Really, has it been that long? Was it late May? Was it late May? If it, if, if, if it wasn't late May, it was early June, it was still talking about six weeks. Oh, see, now... So we're probably somewhere in the middle. See, now I got to look it up. Because you got to remember, we were, we were talking about doing the whole uh, um, fantasy but by player money thing. That was our early June. That was right after our episode. You're right. With okay. Adam Silver and Mickey Mouse picture and Nah, whatnot. bro. All right. June 3rd, baby. It was June 3rd. And it's, it's July 22nd. That ain't almost two months. We still got a week, bro. Dude. So it's six weeks. Meet me in the middle now. Meet me in the All middle. All right, meet me in the middle. All right. Anyways, you're right. You're right. I'm wrong. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. Anyways, All right. man, like, All it's good. It's good to be back, bro. We got baseball starting tomorrow. Baseball, bro. Tomorrow. So excited. Shout out to Mookie Betts, friend of the show. He ain't, though. He ain't. And I'm not a friend of his. He could be. It's- I'm a friend of his. I'm a friend of anybody who gets paid. Damn, are you that I'm kind of dude? I'm all pro player. Yankees, baby. I'm pro player. Aaron Judge, baby, player. Fresno State. Let's get it. If he has another, if he has another bomb year this year, hitting forty bombs, he won't hit forty this year in a sixty-game season. But still, he's gonna be next in line to get that Mookie Betts deal. Fre- he's sick. Fresno no State, baby. Aaron oh, Judge, so you have a real love for Aaron Jones. Aaron, I mean, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Dog, it's the Green Bay Packers, baby. My bad. Fresno State. Where you at? Anyways, man. So it just, it just doubled down that he was a Yankee, huh? Yeah, it was dope. I didn't know he was gonna be a Yankee. Honestly, I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was that dope. To be real, like I when I I, I right. when I met him, I was like, hey, what up, big dog? Like I didn't. I would have been his friend. <laughs> I would have tried to be his friend, man. <laughs> Shoot. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I'm pro player for big contracts. Shout out to Mookie Betts. That contract was large, yeah. deserving, crazy. One of the best. You can argue, but one of the best three players in the game. Yeah, he wasn't the, one of the top three players last year. Like to me, I don't even, actually. It's not I even mean, close to me to, last year. It was what they say. They say Acuna, They ran his numbers off five, five full seasons, four gold gloves. Okay, last year though, gloves. I'm talking so about last defense. year. Well, I don't have his last year stats. I'm just running by. I would say last year, done. Trout, Acuna, uh, Cody. And Yelich. Those are the four best players last year. Okay, but see, okay, so Yelich, bro, come on. What about Yelich, bro? He's dope. We're talking. We're talking one year though. Can we Yelich? You do know we, he's won MVP. Years? Not last year. Had, he won, he's won MVP. Did 
I'm pretty sure Best has won the MVP also, and it wasn't last but year. But he wasn't better last year. That's okay. The, I'm just saying, like, give me some longevity. Uh, I don't want to hear one year. Yelich has steps. been good for multiple years, though. That's the issue. That's all I'm saying. No. Like last year, he brought it again. If it wasn't for the injury, he would. I mean, Cody kind of was running away with it because of what his team was doing. I mean, but really though, Yelich was right neck who and neck. Cody, who does Cody Bellinger play for? The Yodgers. And who does Mookie Best play for? Yodgers. Thanks to the Red Sox, bogus trade. Yeah, the 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 Yodgers. I like how you say that. Hey, let me ask you a question real quick though. Did you say this was three in the key or a triple play? Three in the key. Well, let's get it, man. Let's get it. Let's I like that. It. That was the best thing you. NBA, hey, that was baby, that was nice. I, I give you props. That was nice. <laughs> I got small mo. I got small. <laughs> that moments. was a good mo. That was probably your best moment because you hella got me. I was like, ah, what do you mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Didn't I say it? I said three in the key. <laughs> Had me second guessing myself. And then when I heard triple play, I was like, oh, yeah, that that's probably a fantasy name. Uh, almost a hundred percent, no doubt. That's a fantasy name already. So we can't take that. Not enough baseball fans, by the way. All right, let's go into the bubble. Let's cast. Let's cast the bubble. All right. So we're in Disney World. All right. The happiest place on earth with a mask. Uh, we we got the probably the greatest commissioner in sports, uh, Dennis. Not even debatable. Dennis the menace. Um, not debatable to me. Not debatable to it's me. Not debatable. Um, and and. And I think, uh, sorry, my kid just came in the room right now, and she should not be in here. Can hey, you please... man. Hey, what dads, man? Go ahead and take care of your business. What dads? Oh, I know, I know. Anyways, so I, I think he, I think he's most definitely the 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 dopest commissioner in the league. No, I hundred percent agree, man. I don't think it's debatable. He's been light years ahead of uh, Roger Goodell. Uh, he's been light years ahead of. Uh, is it Roger Manfred for baseball? Roger yeah, Manfred. Roger Manfred. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, he, it's not debatable. And I don't really like him at all, to be issue. honest. Dude, a lot of people don't like the baseball commission. Yeah, Manfred's not that dope. A lot of people don't like the baseball commission. I mean, commission. Goodell, come on. <laughs> okay, so and I was three in the key, but who 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 you think uh, their, their players hate more, Manfred or Goodell? Goodell. I think players hate he has Goodell it. much more than they, they hate Manfred. They, they finally stopped testing for weed. That, that's kind of a bonus for Goodell. Yeah, but Goodell has too much of a history of some shady stuff, and I, I, I really don't think the players like him a lot. Over-penalizing for, yeah, I think, for I, all I, these I, late hits. Yeah. Stuff. I got you. I don't, I don't think they feel him like that. He's been a lot more hands-on than Manfred is in terms that's of laying true. down the law. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think Goodell's laid down the right laws. Uh, but I don't. I just don't think they like him. I don't think he's terrible. I like how he's, you know, I think I like how he's holding the rules. But he's no Dennis Silver, you know. Like I think Dennis is in well, touch with the world today. I think he understands the platform that the players have. Uh, I like that he is innovative. I like how he's willing to try new things. He's willing to hear new things. Uh, I like how he's handled really everything since he's been in, and he's handled a lot. He has handled a lot. Yeah, I mean, but I'll say this real quick. Right. I'll say this real quick about Adam Silver versus Roger Goodell. It is very easy. It is very easy to be the commissioner of a players' league versus an owners' league. 
you got to put yourself in that mindset. Oh, NFL is an owner's league. Well, yeah, because his hands are kind of tied. You know, like he has to so, go along with what's going on in baseball. Like, look what happened to baseball. The player said, "We're not playing," and they called his bluff, and they got what they wanted. So baseball starts tomorrow night. You know, I'm talking about Goodell though. Oh, Goodell. I was talking about Goodell. Oh, Goodell. Yeah, Goodell. I'm sorry, Goodell. I was talking about because the players' union is so strong that he has to go along with the players' union a little bit more. On the opposite end, it's different. Uh, even though the NFL union is strong, it's not nearly as strong as uh, baseball. It's, I don't even think it's that close, to be honest. And It's not close. If we ranked the three of them, it would be for the strongest union of players. Baseball is actually, I think, stronger – than basketball, but basketball oh, is, a, is, zero a, doubt. is a player's league, right? So, basketball second, and then football. I mean, in football, that's man, what's like, dope about basketball, and also Dennis, you know. Uh, the, although they're may, they might not stop calling this man, nah, Dennis. he's my homie, bro. That's my boy. We call, I call him D, he's on my he's in my phone right now as, as D Sill, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling him Dennis now because of that, you know, Dennis, me at first name basis, uh, no, um. I think I think he's such a dope commissioner that because he and the players are in great speaking terms and they they everything's just so you know fluid, uh, you know, it's just such a good combination, man. Uh, David Stern, God bless his heart, God bless his soul. He wasn't a players guy. He was an owners guy, and it showed. He hated innovations. He did not like them to wear baggy clothes. He did not like their outfits. He wasn't about any of that. He didn't want a player to be a player. So, and did Dennis have to deal with the um, the Clippers fiasco? Yep. That, oh, he yep. came in to that, right? He, he came that in was his to first it, year. and that happened, like, not even, like, three months Jeez, into it. Jeez, dude, talk about, like, getting thrown into the fire. Dude and came into a, no the time, worst situation bro. on earth. Removing an owner from a team. Ballsy. You know what's funny? Actually, that's it's crazy. They actually talked about this today on PTI. Shout out to PTI. Did they really? Um, because the T Wolves owner is trying to sell, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so bottom line, they 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 talked about that, and they was like Adam Silver with the Clippers, and they actually said that a lot of people, if you go back and read the articles, a lot of people thought Adam Silver overreacted because they said that they knew what they were getting out of that previous owner, uh, Donald Sterling. Um, that 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 wasn't even like close to the worst things that has already been on document from the uh, previous Clippers owner. That doesn't mean he. I mean, look, I get what people are saying, but and I and I get it, yeah. but absolutely not. Just because you know, okay, let's let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Most people knew what he was doing, and he didn't get caught up until later in life. That's how it works. It takes somebody with balls to step up to make change. That's true. Just because it was All happening right, let's go. Let's doesn't keep, let's mean it needs to hap- continue to happen. That was that. That's just my thoughts. All right. So we're in the bubble right now. But I 100% agree with you. 100% agree We're with in you. the yeah. bubble. We're in the bubble. We're in the bubble, we're in the bubble right? And uh, you got all these players coming. They test all the players before they came. Uh, you know, Kings got killed with this. I mean, being in California and Sacramento, a hot spot. You know, we got Buddy Hill, Aaron, uh, D, uh, not De'Aaron Fox, uh, Buddy Hill, Harrison Barnes. Alex Lynn, Jabari Parker, you know, list goes on. All the guys get hit with COVID. Uh, so, Rashad Holmes chasing, you know, to go Uber Eats. Oh, uh, see, but that was in the bubble. So the bubble's pretty strict. <laughs> I, I like it, right? So everybody's there day one, and they get these mills. And the first one to complain, I don't even remember who, 
uh, complains about his airline food. Look, bro, they explicitly told you this is what it was going to be like during the quarantine hours. It was like two days of quarantine. And you couldn't not talk crap for one moment. That's crazy. You know, that's crazy. But it's... I know one of the players who complained, put it all over his, uh, I believe it was his Twitter, was Rajon Rondo, oh. who called it a Motel 6, showed his food, and then two days later, he's out for eight weeks because he had surgery. That's actually worse <laughs> to me. Rajon was, was way worse because he called it a Motel 6. For all my people out there who stayed in Motel 6s and who have seen th- those rooms know absolutely damn well that isn't even close to it. That is like, if that's a Motel 6 then they could leave the light on for me any day. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So weak. See, I was going to say Motel 600, but I didn't even want to say that. No, you said they're going to leave the light on I for love, I use the jingle. Jingle jangle, baby. Come on. Don't hate. Don't hate on me, bro. No, I'm not. We're, we're, we're a little rusty. I'm, gonna I'm leave not it like rusty. That. I'm on fire right now. I don't know what you're talking about, baby. I'm good. <laughs> I'm real good. No, all right. So we were in there. Uh, It looks like they got a lot of cool stuff, man. I'd be super excited if it was me because I love all the stuff they got going on, man. Like going fishing, you know, doing all this cool ping pong, bro. I'm all over that. Like, it it seems like it's a pretty good time, you know? And then now we got these scrimmages against each other. And, I mean, I'm watching the Kings game right now. Kings, he, 89-94. We know know, De'Aaron Fox, so they're probably going to get a W, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I you know it's it's just a dope time because I'm watching this and I'm thinking you know I've been to summer league right, so I've been to summer league I know what it's about uh and this right here, is dope, I love summer league this is like a glorified summer league but more competitive yes, you got the top of the line players, the arena looks dope they made it look so big you know for such a small little area they made it look big, huge. And so, Shout out to your boy Dennis, man, doing work. The camera angles are flush, you know. Like I like the background uh, showing the when a team has the balls, they put the Heat or the the Kings on the background, the little sideline. That's clean, you know. That's tight. I, I don't know. I like it. I, I'm real excited about this. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about it too. Bottom line is, big shout out to everything the NBA has done uh, with this whole bubble. Listen. What was it? 340 plus tests, zero positive cases. Right. Which gives us so much um, uh, belief uh, that that this is actually going to – it's working, one, but it's going to work um, as we get into the actual games and then get into the playoffs because – I mean, it's what we want. Baseball starting up tomorrow and basketball, we want to see a champion. We want to crown a champion. We want to crown an MVP, Wait, which is a hot topic lately. You, you, do you smell what I'm smelling? Segway! <laughs> speaking of all this, what, you've talk, what you're speaking of, I want to hear your awards. Drop them down right now. I think they're pretty easy. I think they're pretty clear cut. Are they pretty easy? I, okay, 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 okay. Coach of the year, go. Off top. I mean, I mean... If it's not if it's not Mike Budenholzer, it's got to be Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel, uh, share that. Share your reasoning, please. Uh, well, let's see. Everybody laughed at him when he was hired because everybody said you're just a placeholder for Jason Kidd. You won't even finish this season. Okay. Number one seed in the West. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a LeBron-led team, so you're just again you're just a puppet. Uh, though they actually implemented a lot of changes from 
Luke Walton to Frank Vogel this year, uh, you see a lot of uh, there's a big difference in what the offense is doing. So it's not just LeBron. It's probably LeBron influenced Jason Kidd, the assistant coaches, but it's Frank Vogel. They were very very efficient on defense, which is what Frank Vogel is known for. Again, so they're listening to him. They're actually buying in again. Number one seed in the West helps that you have LeBron and AD. I get that. So, but if it ain't Frank, I mean, if it ain't Mike Budenholzer with his almost record-setting Bucks team, it's Frank Vogel. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna give it a Mike. A couple of the, and I definitely don't want it to be Frank Vogel. Uh, I mean, it, did it, real quick, did it, did it Mike get it last year? Mike, Mike got it last Mike year, did right? get it last year, absolutely, right? Yeah, I don't know of a coach to get it back-to-back. I don't think that's ever happened, honestly. Yeah, I just don't see I don't have to look that up. I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it, to be honest. Um, a couple of ones that look good to me, Rick Carlisle. Uh, personally, I didn't have them going into the uh, uh, playoffs like that. I think they've looked really good. Uh, I think they look really good. Um I just personally didn't believe it, so I would say he has to get a shout out. Um, other coaches, I think. Um, what's the Thunder coach? What's his name? So real quick Donovan, that, Billy Donovan. Real quick great, Billy Donovan. It's a great to have a shout out. You did good, but you did very well. You exceeded a lot of expectations. You're still a seventh. Seed I don't right care, now, Billy honestly. Donovan. I'm gonna say Billy Donovan. Final answer. Billy Donovan took over Donovan. a Thunder team. That no one gave an absolute chance to. Okay? No one gave the Thunder a chance. They traded away Paul George. They thought Chris Paul. Everybody called him stupid because they weren't trading away Chris Paul. And they took these guys and they made them a playoff team. All right? And I, and not just a playoff team. They're what, a six seed? Five or six seed? Like they're, they're pretty up there, aren't they? They're not an eight seed. The Thunder? Thunder. They're, they're not seven. Are what are the first of all? Okay, it's Lakers, Clippers, right? Nuggets. Then it's, it's, it's a mix of Nuggets, Buck. I mean Nuggets. Um, I'll bring it up. Right, I'll bring it up. I'll right look now. it up real quick. You're gonna bring it up? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got it. All right. I'm just saying, guys. Like for the listeners at home, while Brandon's t- doing that, like Billy Donovan did a lot of work. Uh, Stephen Adams was hurt a, a, a quite a bit of games this year. Um, you know, Dennis Schroeder looking oh, like snap. The, I. I I legit stand corrected. I was about to almost call you a, a uneducated expert. They are fifth seed tied thought. with with the rock. Tied with the rock. Okay, so I say tied. They had the same forty wins okay. uh, with the rock. They had the same exact record as the Rockets, forty and twenty four. One game behind the Jazz at forty one and twenty three. Okay, and the Mavericks had forty wins, but they had twenty seven losses because they played three more games. But yes, they are a fifth seed. Oh my god! Wow, it's impressive. You might. You might have persuaded me, honestly. It's, to say impl- it's impressive. They were left for dead. Yeah, they were left for dead. And for me, I'm not taking the easy route. You know, like I'll take the easy route later when it comes to other predictions. But this one, I, I'm not <laughs> taking the easy way out. I think Billy Donovan has coached his ass off. Yeah, but talk about a guy who was on the hot seat on his team, right? Everybody thought, oh, he was on the hot seat with Durant and Westbrook. 100. percent The guy's on a hot seat, yeah. he, and he lost again in the first round with Paul George and Westbrook against the Portland Trailblazers. No one thought this yes, dude sir. was gonna do this. They thought, oh, it's just another college coach coming into the NBA and over his head, doesn't know how to deal with the players, and look what happened. Especially, they thought he was gonna clash with Chris Paul, who's you know ultimate leader. Right, ultimate quotation, ultimate leader. I don't know if you... definitely quotations, but leaders win. I'm just saying. So definitely that's quotations. my coach of the year. So you got you got Mike or Frank. I'll take Billy D for the dub. All right. Look, look. Can I? Can I? Can I? Um. Go ahead. 
Look, I, I'm still going to say Frank Vogel, but listen, if Mike D wins, one, great pick by you. Two, well, uh, your pitch was well um, thought out and, and, and actually fact-based. So shout out to your pick. It's a, it's a sleeper. It's a dark horse. I did not know they were fifth seed, so that's on me. With room of growth. I with like room of growth. I like your – they're so young. Oh, my God. I'll take Chris Paul out. The rest of them are like 24 mm-hmm. and younger. So I'm going to back your pick on Mike D. Okay. Because they were left for All right. Dead. All right. Now let's go so. into uh, six man of the year, like Lou Will. Is it Lou Will? Who are you taking? Uh, listen, you tell me yours. I got to think about this one for okay. a little bit. So I got a couple options here. One being, obviously, Lou, Lou Will – uh, Montrezl Harrell is I think they have two possibilities uh, on the Clippers but man I think I, I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna go Thunder again I'm gonna go Dennis Schroeder really yeah dude I, he was good this year my man dude, you are back in you are back in the Thunder man I um I think so. It, it, would, it so, would be okay. It's okay to me. It's it's between him or Harold. I could see the reasoning for Harold. I could see the well. Yeah, Clippers number two seed. He's a he is a vital to their uh, success. He is vital to the success, right? Um, but man, Schroeder. Yeah, I, I I don't know. He's a he's a big reason why they are fifty. Uh, so. I'm not going to lie. I had to look up some odds because I was not really focused on the sixth man of the year. Right. Uh, Dennis Schroeder is third best odds. So Is he? Uh, that, he's, they're not going to give it to him then. If he's third best odds. I still might. 19 well, points a Lou game, Williams shooting 46.8, averaging what uh, from the field, 38 from three, both career highs, but 4.1 assists, 3.7 rebounds off the bench. That's pretty dope. And also, once again, the team – isn't very talented, and I mean, at least not yeah. with veteran talent, and they're a uh, fifth seed. Montrezel and Lou, so, I mean. Let me, hold on, let me hit this real quick. When I say best odds, I meant actually placing money, uh, betting odds. Oh. Lou Will is plus 150. Dennis Schroeder is only plus 200 right behind him. So I don't even think Lou should be. in the middle is Montrez Harrell. I don't get that. Well, it's probably because he's previously won it. The Clippers are a two seed. He comes out and he actually puts points up, which relates to like fantasy basketball, highlight reels. Uh, so he's a, he's a known name, and he's won it before, and he's on a winning team. So it's easy to pick him. Right. But you know what? Listen, I'm doubling down on you again, bro. I'm sorry. Hey, I'll piggyback on you again. I'm actually going with Dennis Schroeder because, again, like you said, Thunder are fifth seed. Everybody left him for dead. They're better than the Mavericks. They're better than. Uh, the Rockets. They're better than the Rockets right now, at least based off of standings right, right now. And he's a, he's key to it, man. I, yeah, Dennis Schroeder, uh, six man. Because I don't think Lou Williams gonna win it again. What do you? He already has two. Here's right? here's my gut. Here's what's my guts. Here's what's my gut saying. I think Harrell wins. Harrell, but it should be Dennis Schroeder. I don't know if they're gonna kill him with the games he missed down the road down the down that season, but. I think it should be Dennis Schroeder, but I think they're going to give it to Montrezl Harrell. All right, maybe this is okay. maybe this is where we're truly going to disagree. Give me your most improved player, MIP. Do you want me to throw out some names since it's been such a long season? Let me give you some names real quick. 
Pascal. Can I say LeBron James? Yeah, you could. I think that would be a homer pick, and I think that would be absolutely. Would it be wrong. so easy? That's like it'd be so. It'd be disgusting to give him. That's that. like that's you know what people are saying right now, Luka Doncic, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it with the passion. As most improved. Yeah, huh? they think he. They think they got him listed as a most improved player. I don't. I don't agree. For me, it's between. Uh, it's really between two players, and I'm gonna let you have it. Bam Adebayo, who I love. I absolutely love yeah, I Bam Adebayo. The dude yeah. can play defense. He's super long. He can score now. I mean, he's only scoring like 16, 17 points a game, but he can score now. Uh, I, but those are valuable 16, 17 points. They're going to offer us a rebound 16, 17 points. He can pass, the, but his defense, yeah. man, his defense is so good. Like, the dude's a double-double beast. I mean, I love Bam. Bam is one of the guys that – if I'm going to put – look, there's a couple guys I'm going to get on their bandwagon now, or at least last year. I've been on Bams for a while now. About two you years. You have been on Bams. I could, I since could, I met I could, him. I would say since I met him. I was like, oh, this guy's a cool dude. Let me, you know, let me throw some fanship at him. But I think he's dope. I like Pascal Siakam. Last year I was on heavy on Siakam. Yeah, you were. You I don't think he's – I don't I don't have Siakam in this race. I know they have him listed, but I personally don't have him listed, even as a Siakam fan. I don't think he's improved enough. I think he's good, but the improvements weren't substantial. Uh, Devontae Graham, I, I think he kind of fell off a little bit there, there after the middle way of the season. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah, but his team stinks too. Right, right. But he was shooting that three ball. So that, that does. That's not gonna hot. help him. He was shooting that three ball hot. Here's another guy I love, and here's who I think it's out of. I think it's gonna be either this guy or, or Bam or this guy. Let's see if you can guess it. Go. I'll give you. I'll give you two guesses. MIP for the most improved player. For most improved. I have it between this guy and then that other guy. Just give me the conference. At least tell me the conference. Western. Western Conference. Um. You get two guesses. Let's see. Uh, playoff team, obviously. Uh, debatable. Uh, debatable. Debatable. Most improved doesn't necessarily oh, no, have I, to. I don't. It doesn't ha- necessarily I, have to I be have playoffs. Because no, you said you said it won't be Luka Doncic. It's not going to be Luka Doncic. Dude, don't tell me De'Aaron Fox. Get your boy no, out of here, bro. Come on, man. Okay, then you tell me. Right, that's my that's my two that's my two guesses. I don't Brandon Ingram. Think about it. Oh. Brandon Ingram had one hell oh. of a year. What did he end up finishing at? Points yes, by did. 25, 26 points a game? Bring, yeah. skip, hey, stat guy, get the stats coming. Bring the stats out for the people because I don't think people really understand. I mean. Due to budget cuts, we had to fire Jonathan, so I have to do all the stats. Yeah, I mean, it's COVID. It's more of a COVID issue, to be honest. We couldn't We couldn't keep him. <laughs> John, he was just so expensive, you know. Like I, I missed the dude. Like he still hits me up on MySpace, but God, man, he was like, he's like, Jay, why am I not in your top eight anymore? Uh, I bring the stats hard. Nah, um, Brandon Ingram, man. Uh, Brandon Ingram stats this year: twenty four point three points a game, okay, cool. over six rebounds, and over four, over three assists. Hoo-wee. And an all-star this year, too. And an all-star. Check that out. And he's a potential bubble. Honestly, my pick to, to take the eighth seed. I didn't even. That's crazy. I didn't even consider him, honestly. That's crazy. Listen, so the whole the whole uh, LeBron James as a most improved player was kind of a joke. Because if you remember the year uh, that Peyton Manning came back from his uh, injury, had a bomb year, but it was the same year that AP ran for 2K yards. Right. AP got the MVP. 
Peyton Manning got most improved. I'll come back. It should have been. Like, it should have been. I uh, actually no. I, I I agreed with AP getting it. I thought it was okay. I, I wanted. Well, I agree with that, but I still wanted it to, to be Peyton Manning comeback player of the year. To give Peyton Manning comeback player of the year is just like giving LeBron James, who is almost MVP, who's the MVP candidate every year, uh, most improved player because he came back from an injury. Right. I'm just saying that would be a joke. Uh, for me, listen, I'm a huge fan of Luka Doncic. I don't care what people say about his three point shooting. That's it's the NBA. He shoots it at 38, 39 percent. He shoots saying? a lot of them. Well, they say that they say like if you really look at his numbers, he's not as dope. He is a shoot point guard. He's a shooting point guard that runs the ball ninety nine percent of the time, uh, and he shoots a thirty eight percent efficient three point shot. Look, but the man's out there. I have one issue. I just have one issue with the dude, and they, they have one of the most efficient offenses actually in history. It's crazy. It's one of the most like by numbers, it's one of the most efficient offenses ever. It's crazy. I have an issue with his defense. I I watched this guy play in person. Yes, he's a special offensive talent, but man, he is. First of all, he's like a white boogie cousins. He is an absolute dickhead. Um, he hates. He he <laughs> complains like nobody's business. Uh, his coach called him out for it. He complains like nobody else, bro. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts that nobody t- t- uh, tells him like they told cousins. That makes me super upset. I wonder why, right? Um, I'm being serious. I wonder why, right? Uh, and he and I've seen this. Th- I hear you. He was so poorly poor defensively against the Kings when we watched that they switched him to three different people by the time he actually played. Three different people, like before he actually. And then even then, they put him on uh, who they put him on. They put him on. Ah, shoot, I can't remember who they put him on. It wasn't a shooter, right? Just a defensive player. And yeah. And that's what he did. He was just down in the in the post, getting hella rebounds, a la Westbrook, and that was it. I so I was just like, I'm not feeling him, you know. All right, so here's my case for for Luka Doncic. One, who cares about defense uh, when it comes to this award? At least because there, hold on, when it comes to this award, because there is a defensive player of the year award for that award. This is a totality. One, two, Brandon Ingram. Brandon, no, it's not. Let's be honest. Brandon Ingram will not win. Most improved player because he's overshadowed by Zion Williamson. Nobody's even really talking about. It. I didn't even know the dude was averaging twenty four plus points a game because of they all they do is talk about Zion Williamson and rightfully so. Three, the Mavericks are in the playoffs, which a lot of people did not have them in the playoffs or as a playoff potential team, and they're there. They're ahead of their Blazers. Injuries aside, I know they're ahead of the Pelicans themselves, and it's all led by Luka Doncic. Because of Christoph Porzingis in and out, um, in and out of the lineup because of injuries, this dude has, has him as a seven seed. Right. He has the triple doubles. He has the highlight reels. Right. He makes it look easy. He's all over ESPN. That's my most improved player. Okay, so you ended up taking Luca. I, that's crazy. It's crazy to me that you said defense doesn't matter because if defense doesn't matter, then Bam has no chance, and I think that's a hundred percent false. Not when it comes to most improved. It has to. It has to be totality wise. It has to be total wise. He, you know, improvement offensive, improvement defensive. Be the total player, the, and okay, ha- and they have such them. a I'm big going- jump. And he had the biggest jump. Luca had a great offensive jump, but Luca also has the ball the most out of all these players. No player on this list 100% has the ball more in his hands than Luka Doncic. No one shoots the ball more than Luka Doncic. 
he has the most opportunity. So what happens when you have the most opportunity? You're going to you're gonna score. It's the NBA. You're going to score. People play defense like Luka. They're going to let you score. All right. Okay. You ready for this? Right. One, Pascal Siakam won most improved player last year. So there's no way he's going to win it again. I, that's another reason. I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew that. No, I I, I Okay. Uh, but he plays deep. Okay, he plays all of his Thank play all around game. Uh, the year before that, Victor Oladipo won. I'm, he plays defense. You know, okay. Okay. Uh, we know about Giannis. We know Giannis. Giannis is probably going to win defensive player of the year this year. But then there's C.J. McCollum. You know, he, he won most improved player in 2015-2016 season. That's the last four. I'm not going to keep going on it. Right. But, so what the do the last kind of ridiculous what do the last three have in common? I mean, you can say they play defense, but come They're on, man. Two-way we know, players. We know Victor Oladipo. They're two-way players. Mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo's a dog on defense. Don't act like he doesn't play great defense. Remember, before his injury, he played great defense. And that's not debatable. Okay. Like, it's not debatable. He played great defense before he got hurt. So that's one. So to play great defense, you would tell me he's made at least one of the three all-defensive players, uh, all-defensive team, right? He's got to make one of the three teams. There's three teams. So he would be one of the best no, be- six because point guards, guards, six guards. Because there's there's elite guards and there's great defenders, right? For most improved, he became a good to above average defender, defender, and good to above average offensive player. It's it's the total package, right? So yes, he's made the biggest strides because that's how it works. Okay, so who's your pick then? Let's get that out of the way. Your pick is Brandon Ingram. I'm picking Bam Adebayo, and my second Bam is going to be Brandon Ingram. Yes. Okay. All right, moving moving along. Okay. What award? Oh, we what award do we have next, baby? Rookie of the year, rookie of the year. Ja Morant. I don't even want to hear Zion Williams. It is. I don't. It is. Got to got to play more games. It is Ja Morant. Cut off season even. Yeah, the cutoff season hurt Zion. If they say none of the other games matter, what did, what did Zion play? Twenty games max. I don't even know. Yeah, it's you know unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate because. It it is John Morant. He I mean, his team's in the playoffs. He he did go through. I don't want to hear no project what could have happened in the season because none of them matter. They said it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It it. But I'll tell you what, man. Zion was amazing when he played. <laughs> he God was. bless. He, he was. Dude. He was fantastic so to, watch. to watch. It was crazy, bro. I still go back to that. I still go back to the game when you and I was texting each other when he played the Spurs and he just came off the bench and I mean he he started obviously, but when he it was a, I believe it was the third quarter, he just popping three threes in a row and I think he dropped the the next 13, 14 points for the Pelicans. I had a whole crowd going crazy. Yeah, man. And then of course Alvin just took him out and we were like, "What are you doing, <laughs> dude?" He, I, there's no doubt in my mind though. If he plays the full season, he's easily, easily. Easily. Unanimous. Unanimous. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. So that was easy. Because if he's able to play if he's able to play the whole season, I, I think that where the Pelicans are right now and how much better he would have been earlier, they'd probably be they'd be I think they'd be ahead of the Grizzlies easily. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't honestly I if it full season played out, Grizzlies aren't in the playoffs to me. They are just about to hit the yeah. hardest strength of schedule. I've already gone over this. I don't want to beat a, you know, a dead horse, but that's where yes, I sir. stand. I Shout out to Kendrick Nunn. From Miami Heat, who had an excellent rookie year, quote you know quotes out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. I mean, he was he's an old he's an old rookie though. So he's I think he's like twenty three. Shout out to the shout out to the GM of the Heat too. Find these finding these sleepers the or these people that were forgotten. He was on the Warriors practice squad. Yeah. yeah. 
Brandon Clark, he was pretty nice, right? Terrell Davis, solid. Terrence Davis, excuse me. Terrence Davis, solid. Uh, that's that's it. You know, rookie of the year was pretty pretty washed this year. So yeah, I guess it's time for the big boy award. MVP, who do you got? What about defensive player of the year? Oh, you know what? Did I forget defensive player of the year? Yeah, you did. You did. I, I know, but yeah. Yeah, um, give me the DPOY. Is it is it chalk just to go Greek? So here's the here's the thing. That's actually pretty chalk to go Greek. A not a, I mean. That's who I'm going to choose, but that's not who people are choosing. And it's crazy to me. It's absolutely, like, insane to me that people are still going Rudy Gobert. Like, Rudy's dope, but this year he really wasn't that dope on defense to me. Like, he wasn't. I I watched him get eaten up. I watched him get eaten up. Aren't his numbers, is it, is defense, whatever metrics they they use, the basketball index use, is his numbers lower than last year? Didn't he win it last year? He won it last year, yeah. If your numbers are lower, you're not. You, no, you're not winning this year. Here's my issue with Rudy Gobert. Just because you average, I think. I think you average more rebounds this year. That doesn't, that doesn't mean you play defense. Here's my issue. They like to give players who are big the defensive rookie of the year or defensive player of the year. It doesn't make sense to me though because they don't have to cover the ground a versatile defender like the Greek Freak or you know even even Patrick Beverly or Marcus Smart. You know, they don't have to cover the ground. They just get to hover around the perimeter and use... They get the blocks, Right, bro. 100%. And it's kind of annoying. I mean, let's, be honest. let's be honest. Let's be honest. They get the blocks. Like, let's just be honest, everybody. They get the blocks. Yeah, but that's not the only defensive stat, you know? Like, yeah, okay, you, you, you're preventing easy buckets. They're still getting easy buckets. They're still... You just have a lot... It's once again one of those things about, like, like point guards. When you have the ball the most, you're going to get the most things going for you. When you're in the post a lot and guys are going at the rim all the time, you're going to have more opportunities to block shots. Same concept. But when you All right, so let's get this out real yeah. quick. Last two winners for Rudy Gobert. He's not winning a third one. I think this is one of his Again, he was not as efficient this year as he was last right. year. And then he's already back-to-back winner. Right. Then it was Draymond Green. Draymond. Before that, it was Kawhi Leonard twice. Uh-huh. So we did see, I guess you could say, a wing player, more of a small forward, but a wing player win it. Right. But before that, before Kawhi Leonard, yeah, it's been big man. Joakim Noah, Marcus Saw, Tyson Chandler, Dwight Howard, three straight times. Marcus Canby, Ben Wallace. Like, it's big man. Right. It's a big man award. 100, 100%, bro. 100%. Until this year when we give it to the Greek who is small power forward. Then <laughs> so someone keeps telling me he's a power forward, but he plays more small for uh, small forward than power forward. I think it's just because of the lineup. They want to say he sits in a four position, you know. But he plays a lot of small forward. He's not, yes, yeah, point forward really. So many times he brings the ball down the court, point forward really. Right. Okay. I do. I give you that. So yeah, that's my pick too. I go Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Second would be probably Anthony Davis. And third, to be honest, is Bam Adebayo. I'd put Bam in the list of the running for Defensive Player of the Year. What he did to Joel Embiid that night locked him down. And you know I'm a Joel guy. I'm actually I'm actually surprised. Hey, you are. I'm actually surprised you put Anthony Davis second. I, I thought you would have put Bam second, then maybe Anthony Davis third. I Anthony, Anthony, Davis Anthony was actually doing a lot more. And people argue, well, didn't you just say Rudy? Yeah, but he moves around the perimeter a lot more. You know, I'd put him closer to the category of Bam Adebayo than I would Rudy Gobert because he doesn't sit in the paint. 
He comes out. He stretches. Anthony Davis. Yeah, he plays a he plays a D. He plays the wings a lot better than Gobert easily. Yeah. not even debatable, really. All right, all right. Let's get into the MVP. Too easy or not easy? <laughs> uh, to me, it's too easy. Sorry, not sorry, man. I'm a Laker fan, but it's Greek, dude. It's Greek freak, and I don't think it's it shouldn't even be close, honestly. The when everybody when all the experts say. Oh, look what LeBron is doing in his 17th season. When you have to say 17th season as the emphasis on why LeBron James should win this MVP trophy, then that's how you know the Greek freak should be the clear runner. Here we go. Uh, the clear you ready for me? me? You ready for me? The MVP should be Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Greek freak. But check yeah, it out. I, I, but I, check <laughs> it out. I 100% disagree with you on the whole second place. LeBron James is clear second place. It, it is closer than you think. That ability to switch your position, clearly switch your position, and become point god. I'm going to call him point god because he was incredible. He literally was responsible for, was it, 70% of the offensive uh, buckets they got when he's in the game or some, something crazy like that. The dude's averaging the points. He's averaging the rebounds. He's averaging, dude was playing great defense this year, like legit great defense this year. But I can't give it to him because his defense wasn't as good as Giannis. To me, that's what did it. That's what did it. It was Giannis was playing. That's not what, that's not to what me it did is. it for me. Listen, big Laker fan, big Laker fan. Learned to love LBJ even before he was a Laker. I shout out to, I gave him a shout right. out when he was with the Cavs, taking that bum ass squad to the finals. Uh, and I said, I said, yeah, it's over. Like I can't even hate this guy no more. So it's been years before he even joined the Lakers. Listen, one, he doesn't even average the most points on the Lakers squad. Don't care. Okay. Anthony Davis does. Okay. I don't care. It is phenomenal. Listen to what I say. It is phenomenal that he leads the league in assists. That is disgusting. It's insane. Awesome. It's insane. It's insane. It really is insane. And in in a point guard era, point guard era, we don't have a point guard leading the league in assists. That's insane. It's insane. I agree with you. However, Giannis, better numbers than last year, won MVP. Leads his team points, rebounds, blocks, I'm almost certain it's assist as well. And he has the number one team in the West. I mean, number one team in the NBA. Fair argument here, though. Counter is Westbrook did the same thing, and we didn't like him as MVP. The man averaged a triple-double. He was getting MVP. We knew that. Okay, but still, you know, he, he stuffed the box sheet, but really wasn't that impressive. And let me and let me talk about. But what Giannis is doing is impressive. Yeah, and the I, number and one I'm, team a, young, in the I'm NBA. a Giannis fan. I bought his damn first shoe. But the issue is, is I legit think it's closer. I think I think Giannis, everybody talks about, oh, he doesn't have a true superstar. Giannis Antetokounmpo has one of the dopest. I mean, honestly, I would take Chris Middleton and that supporting cast over an extra superstar if it means a deeper team. He has a deep team. Oh, okay. Bro, I swear, my eyes got big. I thought you were going to say you would take Chris Middleton off Anthony Oh, Davis. absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I was going to walk out no, of here. No, absolutely not. I was going to walk off no. set. But Chris Middleton is no slouch. The dude had a... What he's not a scrub? What he have a, did he have a forty, a fifty, forty, ninety year? Like he's he had a. I have, I have to he double check that. He was most, close to. He was one of the that. most efficient scores this year. Like it's crazy. 
Then they have Eric Bledsoe, like, a little dog. Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez is blocking shots like crazy and stretching the floor. You know, they got a squad. Yes, they got a squad, man. They got a squad, no doubt. And here's another thing that I'll give the edge to LeBron. LeBron bodied that boy when they played heads up. Bodied him. That shouldn't happen for MVP. I got you. So that's what it is. Oh, be cool. Stop, man. LeBron's been LeBron's been worked and cooked and left for leftovers. Come on, man. Stop. It happens he's, to everybody. He's also not Steph's in his been prime. cooked and left for dry. He's not in his prime. It's, give me any MVP who's never been cooked and left on the side but of the road. he's not in his prime, before. right? This isn't his prime. This is Giannis's prime. A defensive, okay, defensive, best defensive prime. player of the year, right? We got him as DPOY. And I got him as MVP. Listen, <laughs> it can... Okay, and I, we are up. the clear two. Right, the clear two is Giannis and LeBron. Okay, I just still think there's a significant gap between the one and two this year. Okay, and that, and that was all this is arguments is about. Is I don't think there's a clear. I think there's a gap. I don't think it's as clear as you're saying. Because you, you know, it's funny. It, it's all it's all it was was an argument because we both said Giannis. <laughs> yeah, we got to make it interesting. We're just argue, We're just arguing the gap of of how the big difference is. Yeah, that, I mean, I just I legit don't think there's a big difference, but. All right. So what's next? We went over that. We went over that. What's next? Give me it. I mean, yo, we got so we got games starting up next week. Eight games for some teams. This is going to be really interesting, and I got to go look at the schedule because to some get to some teams these eight games don't matter, but to a lot of teams, it's everything. It's the reason why they came into the bubble, especially for your Kings, the Pelicans, the Mavericks. The uh, Grizzlies, who's trying to hold on to the eighth seed, maybe they can avoid that ninth seed playing game. You know what I mean? But don't they matter though? Like it really does matter. Like, okay, so maybe it doesn't. Uh, for the Bucks, who have a nine-game lead on with eight games left, but it doesn't. But matter. their rhythm—they're not one of these teams that are ready to go. They're still relatively, relatively new. Like they don't have a huge amount of experience. They lost last year. They're not hot. They're not warm. They have shooters. They need those guys to shoot. Chris Middleton came out and said that he hadn't shot he hadn't shot a ball in what? All COVID? Chris Middleton said that? I get that part. What I'm saying is a game. Okay, so you can use the games to get your rhythm back. You can use the games to get your flow back, get your schemes back, get in rhythm with your players because you've been separated for four months. Right. At the end of the day, they don't care if they lose this game. They're not going to be out there. I don't think they're going to be out there on next week, game one of eight busting their asses to get a W that does not matter. Like, I don't think that if it's close game, I honestly don't think they'll put Giannis out there for if it's like 40 minutes, you know, 35, 40 minutes. He's not going to play. He'll sit down and be like, all right, well, well, we'll work on our flow next game if it's even close because these games to those, to that squad doesn't matter. I would. That's I, what I mean when I say it I don't matter. I agree to that. I think there's only two teams really that, that you can say that about. I think it's the Lakers and I think it's the Bucks. Everybody else has to play because okay. it's too well, close. That's true. But, okay, that is true. You're right about that. However, so let's say let's say uh, the Pelicans, who are fighting to get into the ninth seed, make that matchup with, um, with, uh, with the eighth seed. Right now it's the Grizzlies, right? Right. Let's say the Blazers play the Lakers. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Let's say the Pelicans play the Lakers, who we both kind of agree with the games don't really matter so much. But the Blazers are playing the Mavericks. You know what I mean? Right. You tell me like, the Blazers-Mavericks matchup is so much more, it's much more important 
than uh, the Lakers game because Lakers don't really need it. They don't need right. it. They get their flow back. They're probably sitting the players in the fourth quarter. Rest up. We, we're, really, we're really ready for the playoffs. I hear the Blazers busting their asses against the Mavericks because they're trying to get in. So I'm just curious to see the schedule. That's really what I'm trying to say. We, we, we talked about that last time with the Kings because the Kings play the Lakers at the last game of the season. And it's like, yep. how hard is the Lakers really going to play that game? And I think it does yep. favor the Kings in that situation. I think there's going to be a few situations with the last two games, right? I also think you got to be careful because it's going, I believe, I want to say it's going from regular season right into playoffs. I think you get like a day or two break and then you're into the playoffs. So, yeah, it's, it's <clears> not going to be much. You know, and, and, and Le- a couple of days max. LeBron's one of the Kings of saying, uh, the king, no pun intended. The king of saying um, <laughs> he's not a fan of huge long breaks because it gets him out of rhythm, right? So you know, I think they're gonna play damn near every game. At least every other game, they're gonna be playing heavy. No, they're gonna they, they're gonna play games. They're gonna play all the games. I just don't know how much they're gonna emphasize to win. That's all I'm trying to say. Really. Okay. And and let's say okay, here we go. Another one. Lakers and Clippers are separated by four games. I think it's three or four games. Let's say let's say Clippers drop one. Lakers win one. That gap is even huge enough for Lakers to have a number one right. seed already. Going it's not to the about, playoffs. but that for the like, so, for the Lakers and for the Bucks, it's not about your record. The record is going to be there. Actually, it might be because no, it won't because there's no home court advantage. So it's not about record for. It's not a home between the East and it's West. Just matchups, right? So East and West. It's just matchups. Okay, so it's not about record, right? It's about making sure that your team is hitting on all cylinders. Rhythm. It's going to be very much rhythm. They only have eight games. It's not that much. Think of this. When preseason starts and basketball season starts, players and teams always start off uh, cold because it takes a time. It takes time. They're going to need all eight games to play. Now, do they play hard, hard all eight games? Probably not. But I think they're going to be really competitive because I think they need to. They're going to want to hit their shots. On top of that, let's talk about something we really haven't talked about okay. yet. What's up? LeBron James needs points. He needs to score. He doesn't have as many games as he was going to have. I think they were going to have like 12 or 15. He's going to want to make sure that he continues to score them buckets so he can add on to his career scoring record. Because he wants to... I was actually about to ask you that. Yeah. I was actually about to ask you that for real because... They say none of these games matter as far as voting for MVP. I was going to ask you, do you know if they count for overall oh, 100%. season stats? Yeah, absolutely. These are season okay. stats. I, I was just curious because yeah. it's only eight games, which puts them around 70, 72 games for the season. Yeah, you think LeBron wouldn't let them t- – boy, let, let GM, <laughs> let GM wouldn't let, let that GM. happen, bro. LBJ, LGM. Um, okay, so yeah, you kind of swayed me again. It's kind of been your episode as, as far as winning these arguments. I agree. Eight games is is, is, is a good number, but it really in the end it's kind of not enough to get these teams, these playoff teams, these championship caliber teams in stride, in rhythm for a quick playoff start. Right. Uh, so they will be playing every game. How hard? We'll see. We'll see. I still say we'll so many games just won't matter as much as the Lakers or the Bucks. Maybe even the Clippers. They have a they have a significant they have a pretty good lead over their three seed. I know we say there is no home court advantage, but there is playoff matchups. And if, I don't know if you saw the standings with, with the especially with the West. I said already three teams have forty wins. Like it's gonna be more like, hey bro, like they lost. If we win this team, we're playing the Thunder, the young Thunder versus playing maybe the Nuggets. Like it's just gonna be like that. Right. So maybe 
We'll see. I don't know. So, I got to see the schedule. So, we got eight games. All right. We got eight games. What teams are you most like, uh, most excited to see play? I mean, let's get the obvious out of there. I, I, we want to see the Bucks. We want to see – because we want to see the Stars. We want to see the Lakers. Um, I, I But take those out. I really – I'm really curious. I'm going to leave your team. I know what team you're going to say. So I'm really curious, seriously, to see the Mavericks. I do. I want to see the Mavericks. Uh, I want to see if Christopher Zingas has gotten healthy. I want to see if they could, if he can mesh with these eight games with Luka Doncic because that's my dark horse to potentially make some noise. I'm a big Luka fan, man. He's so much fun to watch. The stuff he does is effortless. That's the team outside of the obvious who I'm most, most excited to watch is the Mavericks. Right. Um, I would say, I mean, obviously Sacramento Kings, I think they're an exciting team. I would love to, I can't wait to watch them play again. It's got to be Pelicans, one. Uh, oh, I didn't even have you saying them. I had you saying somebody else. Uh, Pelicans is for sure, like, after my team, it's 1A. Pelicans, Zion, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, they're in it to win it. They want to win. They want to get to the playoffs as well. What You know, is Zion going to take it to another level? He needs to if they want to. Uh, so that's one. T- he looks shredded in the picture. He looks shredded in that picture, boy. Boy, he looks good, man. I mean, he just there's something. By the way, I watched. Huh? I watched that scrimmage. I watched that scrimmage. They it was the Nets, but they killed it. Like they he looked, didn't even play. I, nice. I turned it on because I was hoping he was gonna play. Like they had me. He had me turning it on just for him, bro. <laughs> right. Uh, and and in the East, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing the Raptors. I want to see what the Raptors got to do. I'm not really interested in seeing the Bucks in these eight games. I really don't care. Like. I'll, I'll, I don't care for the Raptors, right? And I like Pascal. I like, I like, you know, I, I think they got a fun little team. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit excited to see them. But hey, hey quick question. Oh, never mind, never mind. Nope, never mind. Go ahead. All right. Uh, 76ers. I like watching Joel. That's who I had your number one team. Yeah, for. I like watching Joel, but I'm not like super excited to see them because you know it's whatever. But like, it's not playoffs. I'm ready to see him playoffs more. Um, what do you what do you think about real quick? So it says seven sixes. What do you think about them putting Ben Simmons at the four and letting that um, that Milton? one young kid? Can't think of a thing off the top of my head. Milton run the point guard. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to be honest. You don't think it clogs the paint now? No, I don't think it. I don't think it will. Um, I think I think it's gonna. If you can get the ball to Ben Simmons inside, he can put a little, you know, a little a little half hook or whatever. I think that's how he's gonna score his points. Uh, I don't think it's. Okay. I don't think it's gonna affect him that much. Okay. Um, at least it should. See, I just, I kind of, I kind of disagree because one of the biggest things that helps Ben Simmons is posting up the smaller point guards. If he's gonna be on a four, a big man's gonna be on him. It's gonna be a huge difference. Right, but he's there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of chipping going on in the in the paint, and I think that's where you can free any of them up because he's a big dude himself, so he's gonna be chipping. You're gonna see what you're gonna see the most out of this is you're gonna see wings. Getting free for for easy uh, easy buckets. So you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have Joel who can stretch. So Joel doesn't have to stay in the post. You're gonna have Joel chip Specs, from Specs. one side. You'll have Ben who can chip from either side, right? So they're, they're gonna be able to chip. And then you're gonna have Josh Richardson. You're gonna have Tobias who can also play the paint. You're gonna have them being able to spread the floor. So you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of issues with that paint clogging is gonna go both ways. They're going to be able to hit those hit those pinpoints. You're going to free up your shooters for easy jumper. Is my is my thought process That's on true. it. That's true. And then just because and just because they said they're going to move him to the four doesn't mean he's going to get you know starting minutes at the at the four. You know like 
That's true. Also, that's true. So, so I, I'm right not really. That. That, that's actually a big key point on that last one you just said. Yeah, I'm not. You might start at the four, and in five minutes, show. Uh, what's the name again? Mel- Shake. What's the name? Shake. Shake goes back to the bench and yeah, his name's Shake. Just because you start at the four, doesn't mean where you start. Now so he, he was nice. You know, he was nice. So uh, a couple other teams. So Pelicans, Kings. Uh, I'm excited to see the Nuggets, man. Like the Nuggets is gonna be fun. Yoke. Did you see Yoke what? Did boy. you see what they did today? Do you know what? No. Where, <laughs> this is crazy. What position do you think Jokic played today? Point guard. Point guard. They listed him <laughs> as point guard today. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm, I'm, bro, Dude. it was the biggest lineup you would ever see. Not one guard on the starting Jesus. lineup today. And they won. They killed him. That's, Bobo that's played. Funny. He started. Six blocks. About that's ten board, funny, ten boards. Something like that. 16 points. Yeah, it was. Dude, he's so slim now, man. It's crazy. Yeah, bro, it was it was crazy, bro. Point God, that's another point God right there. <laughs> nah, it, it it was dope, bro. It was dope watching that happen, and they and they look good. Millsap was on the court too, I believe. Uh, somebody else, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting one more person, but yeah, no, they did good, bro. It was crazy. I was just like, dang, this is wild. I give, I give you another team I'm excited about. I, I'm I am because it's so much fun to watch, especially when he's on Dame time. And if you if you know who I'm talking about, when I say Dame time, it's the Portland Trailblazers, bro. Yeah, no, they yeah. got nourished back. Skinny Mellow back, dude. Skinny Mellow now. Skinny Mellows, he's ready to go. And and you got CJ and you got Dame Lillard, man. It's, it's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, bro. Dollar Dame, dude. I'm so excited, dude. Like I, I'm so so excited. I can't, I've been smiling this whole damn episode because. We're back. We finally got basketball, man. We're back. The bubble, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. The COVID-free bubble, man. Okay, quickly. Quickly. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, quickly, man. All right. Playoff teams. Well, who do you got? Who do you got? Give me your finals. All right, so let's. I'm not going to give you a final eight because the top seven in the West are locked. Um, I always tell you, and I know you're going to probably agree, uh, Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna go with that. I'm I'm taking Dame Lillard and the Pelicans to be the. I mean, excuse, oh wow, I did that. Dame Lillard and the Trailblazers to be the eighth seed uh, in the West. Dude, the East, dude. I don't even know why the Wizards are still there. Like, there's no John Wall or the Nets. There's no Bradley Beal. I don't know why the Nets are there, but somebody's got to win it. Um, I mean, it's. Gonna, I think it's gonna be the next. Clearly, is gonna get that spot. I think that I think the eight teams in the in the East just stay the same. You can mix and match however you want to, but Wizards aren't going to catch nobody. They have nobody, so leave the eight alone in the East. So the only change I have, then you can mix and match how you want to. But the only change I have is the West. I have Trailblazers over the Grizzlies. Okay, so I wish, man, I wish they would have did the best sixteen teams. Damn, I wish they would have did the best 16 teams. Because what we would have had... This was the best time to do it. Because What we would have had is we would have probably had uh, a combination of Portland, Kings, Grizzlies, Pelicans. That's what it would have been. I mean, two of, the, of two of those four would have made it in. Two of the four teams would have made they, it in. Well, okay, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The Nets are only there because kind of probably pretty much obligated. None of the key players are there. None of the even decent role right. players are there. They have nobody. So you take them out, and don't even invite the Wizards. So now, next yeah, year, you don't even invite yeah. the Wizards. I say or the three Suns. of those four teams would have been or there. the Suns exactly. Yeah, I say three of those four teams you said would have been no, there. no, been no, because so you had it's eight seats for both spots are on the line. That's it. 
Well, I think it's 16 best teams, not not 16 best teams, right? Yeah. And then oh, it would, so you take out the Nets because of COVID no, it would and, and their be, issues so not showing up. It would up. have to be the 20 best teams. No, yeah, 18 or 20. So you do 20. If you do 20, then you're eliminating Wizards and Suns, right? If you're doing 18, then you're eliminating Wizards, Suns, Spurs, Kings. You can't do that. Well, no, I, I thought you meant just the best teams. Like well, you, yeah, but you can't, just, you can't just say Nets, you don't have take to. The you 16. can't just kick them out. They're in the playoff spot. They have to get. No, but you're not, you're not listening. So I'm sorry. When I hear best teams, when you say that, I'm thinking you bring the same teams, but you get the 16 best records. Best records. Nets might not win a single game. But their record is still the, currently the Kings, better than the Kings. So you bring them, but the Kings win five out of eight. Nets go one and seven, and Kings have a better record than Nets is what I'm saying. The math doesn't add up, though, because the Kings wouldn't be one of the 16 teams. They would be the eight, eight, 17th or 18th team. I'm confused now. Go ahead. Okay, real quick. Bring up the standings. Bring up the standings for both sides. Okay. All right. You can bring the same teams. Bring the same teams, but have the 16 best records. I understand that. As you just stated. 100%. Okay, Brooklyn has 30 wins. Right. Kings have 28. Right. Okay, so if you guys went 4-4 four and four and the Nets went 1-7, and seven, you guys have a better record than the Nets. What, but you're, are you listening, though? If you bring if you bring the Kings, if you if you want to bring the Kings, it has to be more than sixteen teams because there's sixteen other teams with better records because of tiebreakers. We're we're the tenth we're the tenth team in the West. I understand, right? I understand. So that. if we're if we don't have the sixteen best records and you're taking sixteen teams, we wouldn't go. We wouldn't have a chance to fight for it. That's my point. Okay. You get it? You get what I'm saying now? Not really, bro. I really don't. Because wasn't the art you what, said what? bring 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 the same twenty teams? Okay, that but have the sixteen best records. Right. You we, you weren't records. saying that though. I I said that I said earlier. I said sixteen teams. I was like, wait, you can't because Kings wouldn't make it in. It would have to be oh, eighteen. Oh, just sixteen. Okay. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. If we were bringing twenty teams, because we were talking about kicking out teams, I was like, oh wait, we couldn't do that because. You kick up Wizards and Suns, but then the next team to get kicked out would be Spurs-Kings. Be, yeah, okay. Right. You're right. So, you know, it's it's cool. You know, you get to you get to you bring your 18 teams and you battle out for the best eight, uh, 16 total spots, and then you go. But, I mean, it's not a perfect world. I'm just happy we get it. I don't think the Kings are going to get a playoff spot. I just don't. Uh, I think it's going to be the Pelicans uh, or uh, even the Portland Troublers. They're pretty... They're pretty talented, and they're all healthy. This helped them out a lot. We got screwed. Mm-hmm. We really got screwed in this whole thing. I think I think the best team that benefited, who who aren't in the playoffs right now, were the Trailblazers. And I don't think that's debatable. Yeah, no, because Dame was hurt. Uh, Nurkic was coming back, but he wasn't going to be a big difference. Now he might. Uh, is yep. Whiteside still on their team? Yep. He's, he's healthy. He was hurt. Um, C.J. McCollum was a little banged up, right? So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. they – yeah, we got screwed. They're the best team that benefited from this uh, from this uh, COVID pandemic. And, and then they got the and they got guard play. So guard play is so hard to beat. So especially when you got a shooter. So I'm a little whatever about it. But what are you gonna do? 
What are you going to do? Nothing. Just sit back and enjoy basketball. So here's my finals. Your, t- your team has a chance. So, I mean, they're there. I'm just, just glad I get to watch there, eight games, so. bro. Hell yeah. Uh, here's my finals. All right, what's up? Clippers versus... Clippers! The Bucks. I think it's Clippers versus the Bucks. I think the Clippers have just way too much depth, especially after Bradley is not going to be there. Uh, I just think they have too much guard play. Reggie Jackson Such going a big to loss, honestly, dude. they Reggie Jackson going to the Clippers really hurt this, the Lakers because they needed Reggie. They needed guard play. Lakers got J.R. Smith. Okay, you done? <laughs> you done? I'm. They got Deion Waiters, baby. I'm just starting. <laughs> hey, but we do. Um, but we do have more to talk about. I'm glad we're back. Uh, we really need to start cranking out some fantasy episodes. We're gonna- hey, bro, can I, can, I, can I give you my can I give you my? No, NBA nobody finals? wants to know your Lakers, bro. Everybody knows you're gonna choose the Lakers. Who are you choosing? Go ahead. Go ahead. So listen. Okay. Spoiler alert. I have the Lakers in the West. Chalk squad, baby. Number one seed. Hey, in the where's Marge West. at, I think bro? LeBron and AD will carry Where's Marge? Huh? Where's Marge at? Because you Homer. You, you Homer right me. now. For the, for the, I was like, for those who still listening didn't get that, it was Homer. He called me Homer Simpson. All right. But from the East, because I don't think the Bucks are going to be tested at all, they're going to sweep the whatever eight seed, four games, not even going to break a sweat. I have them losing in the second round. Yes, I do. You heard it here first. To who? Miami. I got a Miami versus Boston. Eastern Conference Finals. Boston wins. Lakers versus Boston. They collide again. Lakers win the championship. Boston better pray that they don't face the Philadelphia 76ers in the first round or else they're going to be out in the first round. They won't. 76ers will play the Heat in a 4-5 matchup. Heat will beat the 76ers in the first round. You better hope so. Fingers crossed, baby. <laughs> uh, depending on how it's shaped out, I think it's going to be 76ers versus the Bucks. I think the Bucks get them. Okay. Um, and then in the West, I think it's Lakers versus uh, Clippers. Uh, and I think the Clippers get them. Begrudgingly saying this because I can't stand Kawhi Leonard. Do we do we get seven games at least? Do the Lakers at least get a game seven? Six games, it's over. <gasps> oh, my God. That hurts. That hurts, man. That hurts. I just don't think they're deep enough. I think I think Anthony Davis would need to play a lot bigger than he plays. He settles too much, especially against a strong body. And I think Montrezl Harrell gives him a lot of issues. If, if the, Can't really if go the Lakers, anything you just said is pretty. Yeah, true. it's just frustrating. But I'm glad I don't like the Lakers. Screw the Lakers. I just like LeBron. <laughs> yes, but go ahead and hit him with the outro, bro. Yeah, we're back. Basketball three in the key. Fantasy's coming. As uh, long as they predicted football league, we're going to bring you fantasy. Hey, speaking of this, all right, we have a guy who's a host, right? He likes to shout out his own name a lot. He feels himself. He's a kick, TikTok king right now. He loves it. He should I, he remind, <laughs> TikTok he reminds king, me of boy. all these other teenagers. I love it. He, he found his niche. But he's not a teenager. <laughs> That's his niche. Hey, I'm not going to hate on the man's game. He likes to TikTok. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, personally, what did he say last time? Like 10k views in three days of his TikTok videos. He's filming himself. So does a screenshot of all of. But them. I'll support him. I'll give him a like every once in a while when I like a video. If I don't like a video and it's crazy, Wait, I'm not liking it. You have a TikTok? No, I don't have a TikTok. I'm a grown ass man. So how you like? Oh, you like <laughs> his Facebook <laughs> videos of TikTok? Huh? You liking his Facebook videos? Yeah, of the his ones TikToks. he posts on Facebook. Okay, I'll tell you this much real quick though about that. He's killing that that beer flip 
sports balls, whatever. Okay, he so I do have an issue with it. it. I told him, man, that's just not that 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 shit to me. And I'm not even trying to hate because I like some of his other videos are hilarious. That doesn't. I mean, it's the easy. I did. I told him I did this the other day, and it was the easiest shit. And I, I had it recorded, and I was like, "Fuck this!" I'm del- excuse it. Excuse my language. That's my one f bomb. I haven't done an f bomb, right? Uh, I said, "Screw." Yeah, you haven't done one at all. I said, "Screw this." I'm not even gonna post this because it was stupid easy. Like it wasn't even challenging. But bro, I've seen people. But I have a. It's not even. It's not even a, a gag or like one of those fake videos. I've seen one of my best friends in high school. She busted her face. Right in the eye, like the bottle popped, or the can popped up and hit it right in the eyeball, dude. Like I've seen him go bad. He said the first one hit him in the nuts. Oh, that's crazy. So <laughs> I, I, it just depends. I think on I did it on my second. I think I did it on my go. second try, and I was just like, "Oh, this is whack." Because like for me, like oh, the hard part is like how fast you chug it or whatever. Like that's the cool part. Like the flip is like, all right, well, what, yeah. And we just drink it and it's over. Well, also a lot of people are like us ain't. Guy ain't got that hot that eye hand coordination. Yeah, bro. I mean, like, a lot of people, I, I play, bas- I play basketball, so I got I got that going. So I'm I'm good on that. But what I, I wanted him to do, and I think this would be hella dope and funny and hilarious, but he hasn't really gotten back to me. I posted on YouTube on his thing. I said, "Hey, do the Louisville chugger, all right? A Louisville chugger is you you cut out a hollow baseball bat and you chug the beer that's you put in there. You put a beer in there and you chug it, right?" When you chug it, the amount of seconds you take to takes to chug is how many rotations, revolutions you do around the baseball bat. After you do that, so let's say you do, it takes some t- baseball field, right? No, no, no. Field. You could be wherever you want. You can do this wherever you want. You just have a have to have a plastic hollow bat. So after you chug okay. it, you do your rotations around the bat. Then you go up, and someone pitches you the beer can that you just crushed, and then you see how far you get it. That's called it's a drinking game. It's called Louisville Chugger. That's that's entertainment. It's the crazy because you know what's crazy is what people drink and then they like get all dizzy and then they fall down. Look, Google YouTube YouTube Louisville Chugger. It's hilarious. I have to. It's it's good. I have. So hold on, real quick. You take a Louisville what kind of bat? Oh, it's like a it's like a hollow baseball bat. You know the baseball bat you get from the like, Dollar Tree. You know those big bats. The plastic ones. Yeah, you and you fill it up with water. Oh, the big brown. Okay. You can get the brown one. I like to use the skinnier ones because it fits a twelve ounce beer better. Okay. All right, and then you get and you chug and, that, and if it takes you three seconds, and you go. Yeah, some people take ten, around. so they're doing like ten revolutions around it. And then you have to stand up and hit the can that you just right. chugged with a cut off baseball yeah. bat. And you just see how hard you can hit. I have videos of people like, my, shout out to Probably my homie, Callan like Duffy, who's not going to listen because it's not football. But he, man, that boy ate it. He like fell right into a bush one day. But we were, we were <laughs> drinks. Yeah, I got to check this out. Yeah. I got to no, check this good. out. It's good. It's good. Oh, also, uh, what are we on? Are we on five or five bucks now? Two bucks now? Four bucks now? If he listens, actually listens to this episode and, and sends me a Venmo request, what are we on now? I mean, let's just say, are we adding two each episode? I was gonna, uh, let, no, I'm not gonna add it too because then he's gonna just like, I'll just let it add all the he's way. He's finally up. going. I was listening the whole time. You, you Y'all that up. No, it's now four dollars. You give out five bucks. You're losing money. Hey, you're losing money. I should, huh? Oh, that should be how it is. <laughs> it's just like at ten bucks. Now you're losing money. Right. Nine bucks, bro. Hey, four dollars, man. We'll if do you want 450, a free four dollars, I'll give you five on this one. If you want five dollars, man, request Venmo from your boy and say, you know. F you for trashing my TikTok game. Well, I don't care what you say. Just go ahead and I'll give you your money and we would love to have you back. I know you're talking about getting a Mac or a computer to do fantasy football with us. 
Uh, bro, I, you, you know somebody's just going to say, hey, no one has type yet. this in a Venmo. And no one has that. Yeah. I even gave him a hint. That's I was true. like, you listen to the episode? He's like, no, not all the way through yet. I was like, all right. <laughs> well, I'll do it again, too. All right. With that said, in the words of my boy, Mink, TikTok King, have a dope day.